0: ladies and gentlemen fellas 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 welcome to week six first look video the first time we're looking at the salaries talk about some injuries there's now bye weeks let's get into all this let's not waste most of your time hope you're having a beautiful day the only thing i ask as we get through this and you don't gotta do it right away hopefully you will but if you don't at some point if you like the video hit the like and also the big one join the community grow the community subscribe button right here pops up let's slide into this first look right now starting with starting with the quarterback position now name sal Betry. it's nice to meet you if you're brand new here all that kibosh all that could there's going to be bye weeks this week there's no more 12 and 13 game slates where quarterback ownership doesn't matter as much right like a 10 percent owned quarterback on a high high on uh, a 12 or 13 game slate is considered high ownership it doesn't matter as much 10 percent now when there's two less games when there's four less teams you're going to start to see this ownership there's a a saturday morning slate because of the the london game still you're going to start to see some quarterbacks maybe pick up 15 plus percent ownership and that's something to at least monitor and keep an eye on and when i'm looking at the vegas odds early on i have them up over here the vegas totals and things like that only two of these games on the 10 game main slate just two of them opened with a 50 or higher total most weeks we're getting four or five of these games so you have less games in general and it looks like a week where there's just not the greatest offensive environments so maybe we get some lower scoring weeks because of that and maybe some condensed ownership on some of the clear and obvious plays of course we'll see all that as we go through the week and all the content that we have and we get more information more understanding of week six later in the week but right now for the first look you get Patrick Mahomes up top I'm recording this on Monday afternoon so everybody just saw Sunday night that he didn't play well. There was a rain delay. Tyreek gets hurt. Clyde edwards gets hurt. Now they're two and three. I honestly don't care that they're two and three. I don't really care too much about the division standings or anything like that. If I'm playing fantasy, I just care about what Patrick Mahomes is putting up from a fantasy perspective. And last night, this man right here, in the worst possible situation, in, in, according to what everybody's saying on Twitter, Patrick Mahomes looks terrible in that game, right? He averages five yards per attempt. He still puts up 22 fantasy points. He ends up rushing for 61 yards in a game where he loses Tyree Kill, in a game where it's raining. The worst possible scenario. The floor game for patrick mahomes yes ladies and gentlemen was 22 fantasy points so still on the radar obviously track the news on tyree kill it seems like travis kelsey will be fine Clyde Bird slayer might be a little bit longer, but we'll just track all that news. So Clyde, Patrick Mahomes, maybe not for cash game environments, but now gets a matchup against Washington's defense that is one of the worst EPA defenses expected points added. This is a go right back to Patrick Mahomes and GPP standpoint. Let the market reduce on him. I don't really care that much. Even if Tyreek Hill is out, you got McCole Hardman, who just saw 12 targets. You got Travis Kelsey looking like he's going to play. Great GPP environment there. Another GPP environment for another stud on the slate. So we're not going to have Jalen Hurts. We're not going to have Tom Brady. We have a couple of guys on by, Russell Wilson, Heard all that, not even on the slate. But you still have some stud quarterbacks here, a lot of them right Kyler Murray's here he's at a nice price point I'd honestly rather go up to Patrick Mahomes in those stacks but he's completely fine it's just so hard to nail these Arizona stacks finally you get Hopkins doing something all of it really came on the last drive with a deep reception and then the touchdown you have Lamar here who plays tonight I'm recording this again Monday afternoon this is the cheapest price point we've seen on Lamar I believe this year I think 75 or 7600 is the most expensive I'm very very appealed by that price point assuming we can find value elsewhere with it now being week six in a 10 game slate it's going to probably be historically this is where value starts to get shrunken out less games Less teams, less options, and just in general, the, the pricing gets tighter as the year goes on. So, Lamar right away is the first one that catches my, uh, my eye. Obviously, Herbert is up there in terms of MVP candidacy. All these guys are in terms of Kyler and Lamar, and Herbert is averaging more fantasy points per game right now than them. He's unloading right now on offense, going for it so much on fourth down. Instead of kicking field goals, they're going for it in field goal range. This is what you want to see when you roster a quarterback. So, he's firmly in play. I'll choose Lamar because of just the rushing upside and stability, but both of those guys are, are strongly in play. That's more so for cash. GBPs, I want Herbert stacking upside. They're going to be facing each other Rodgers is here in 7200 dak prescott 7100 versus new england who slows the game down new england new england who is not as good versus the run and now you have dak prescott and the cowboys with their offensive line looking elite these running backs looking elite both rushing for 75 plus yards last week against the giants maybe not the greatest spot there you have stafford coming off of a game where he threw a ton you just saw what they were able to do to this secondary this dallas cowboys teams that could be a very interesting spot for matt stafford 6700 this is the fairest price i've seen so far Burrow versus detroit now you're starting to get to like okay we don't really have many options on this slate cousins and sam darnold i mean sam darnold at 6100 is actually going to look like a value but that's more so skewed because of five rushing touchdowns baker mayfield has a good week last week now at home against arizona you know what that's going to be a decent spot for him still injured though taylor heineke versus kansas city at home versus the borderline worst secondary bottom two bottom three right there with the detroit lions secondary in the nfl i mean i'd be lying if i said i'm not interested in taylor heineke heineke who yes laid an egg last week but able was able to throw 41 times. Still rush for back-to-back weeks for 40-plus rushing yards, as you can see right here, the 40-plus rushing yards. And before last week's stinker, he ended up having 24 or more fantasy points, basically, or 23 or more in three straight weeks. Heineken now gets a better matchup than he had last week and gets a really good matchup, maybe the best matchup you can have in terms of your game environment. This is the one of two of the games that ended up opening with a 50 or higher total. This one opened with a 50 and a half total, and it's already been, up, been bet up to 55 and a half. So you have the highest total probably of the entire year for the Washington football team at home now. Now, they're underdogs in this one, which is even better, six-point underdog. Heineke for cash. I mean, it's. I mean, GPPs. It's obviously in play. Even for cash, though. So, I mean, fifty eight hundred dollars on a slate where you're probably not gonna have as much value because there's less teams on the slate. It's hard not to like that. I mean, we can see what else is there at quarterback. Otherwise, you're paying up, right? Because like this six game range is pretty weak. Stafford's up there, but he's thousand dollars more than Heineke, and I don't even feel that secure about him. Has no rushing upside. And then yeah, I obviously like Lamar and Herbert and these guys, but they're fifteen hundred more than Heineke. So. Heineke, maybe I'm crazy. It looks good. I, I mean, he's gonna, I know he's going to project out good for me because he projects out decent every week. He has some built-in rushing floor upside. And now this matchup. Derek Carr is down here. Daniel Jones will look good against the Rams. will look decent against the Rams, I should say, if he's healthy. I expect the concussion protocol question marks all week long there. If Tyrod Taylor ever comes off the IR, what is the latest status? He doesn't expect him to be activated you know, from IR in week six. So he's not expected to be activated. So that helps us right there. But if he ever comes off the IR, that's a good spot to be getting Tyrod Taylor at a cheap price point. Justin Fields is down here. Nice price point. The guy's just not running. nothing to really show me any confidence has not scored 10 fantasy points yet on DraftKings. Goff golf is down here some people might get fooled by that mike glennam yeah it's pretty simple for me i think you either go in the mid-range from matt stafford if you're trying to build a secure build we'll be we'll build a gbp build after by the way we're going to start with sort of like your cash build what the fuck is cash i know but yeah so we're going to go with this but it's really just you know pay for kyler lamar or herbert or go down if you can find the money maybe we'll find some extreme values we'll see where uh, some of these guys like Devonte booker or price because you had you had a decent amount of injuries this week right so we can go to the running back position and based on that i can just touch on some of these injuries yeah daniel jones concussed taste some Hill to the quarterback positions if you want to consider Taysom Hill uh, meaningful in terms of quarterbacks, but those guys were injured. You had Saquon Barkley. It uh, looked like some sort of ankle injury. It was so freakish. It wasn't even during the play. The poor guy's walking back to the huddle and he gets stepped on by a 300-pound man, so that looks like a high ankle sprain. He's already doubtful for next week. Damian Harris let, leaves early with rib injuries. We'll see if he's able to play through that. Otherwise, Ramondre Stevenson fire up 16 carries for 50 yards and no scores and, and just burning a lot of people who play him. And then Clyde edwards left last night. Tyree Kill left last night. Some other wide receivers. Kenny Galladay leaves early. The Giants are just away slam injuries they're already down their top three receivers hence Kadarius tony going off and also looking very good and also punching somebody so you get the full Kadarius tony college worries about his off-field issues but also his talent and what he can do after the catch you get the full experience in week five from Kadarius tony curtis samuel re-injures himself he was hurt in practice he missed some time they play him and it looks like he re-injured himself his groin juju leaves early with a shoulder it did not look good he did not finish the game Deontay harris max williams so these are some guys who are going to be out at all the positions in the main one so we'll see what happens now with some of these positions uh, in terms of the big one i want to see is where Devonte booker is priced that where some cheap guys last week like ricky seals jones who's coming off of an eight target game and logan thomas on ir so we're definitely missing the next two weeks at least we'll see where he's now priced up at after being 2500 last week is he still cheap enough to go right back to in a matchup against the chiefs right Kadarius tony going from the 3k range to the 4k range last week at 4k flat is he now still in the 4k range the low 5k range where can we go with that you go to the the running back position and yeah right away just try and play McCaffrey I mean that's how you just do it when you're trying to play cash games McCaffrey who it says he's out that's not going to hold up McCaffrey was limited in practice the whole expectation for him not going on IR was so that he can play after the two weeks off and play in this week otherwise not why not put him on IR so he can come back four weeks later if you go on IR you have to miss three weeks they didn't want to do that with him because they wanted him to come back in three weeks so after logging limited practices last week and having an ability to play as of Friday before being ruled out I think McCaffrey plays this week at home against Minnesota you know how good he is is He's only 8,800. I mean, this this is going to be a guy who's like a 9,500 running back pretty quickly. So McCaffrey makes us easy to get there. Let's look through some of these other running backs. Eckler coming up with the three touchdown game over 100 total yards basically McCaffrey light if not right there with McCaffrey averaging 25 fantasy points per game this year Dalvin Cook missed last week I'm not shocked for them to continue to let him just miss they squeaked out that win, but it wasn't because Alexander Madison wasn't playing well Madison has over 100 yards on the ground add some receiving yards and a receiving touchdown so there's no there's no drop in the point total or anything for this team Uh, Aaron Jones he ended up getting us there with a 60 yard run late in the fourth quarter had the 100 yard bonus 18 fantasy points at low ownership Nick Chubb at low ownership goes nuclear for 160 rushing yards now he's gonna have a matchup at home against Arizona. It has been a good run defense. But again, just behind this offensive line, it's just an automatically 80 rushing yards and just does he hit the bonus and touchdown for you. Ezekiel Elliott versus the New England Patriots and one of the worst run defense in terms of expected points added so far. This is a good spot for Zeke. Like, can we fit Zeke into this lineup, though, when you already have McCaffrey at $8,800? I mean, we have the cheap quarterback. Why not? Zeke is now gone for 20 plus fantasy points, I believe, in three straight weeks. Zeke is a top three season long running back right now. We had him ranked at RB2 ahead of Dalvin Cook, ahead of Kamara. People call this crazy. You get some things wrong completely. Like uh, A lot of things have gotten wrong right now zeke is looking absolutely fantastic in this offense offensive line is clicking he looks great back-to-back 100 plus yard games what has he gone for is it three or four straight games of 20 plus points it is now three straight games with 23 plus points and in that second game of the week he had 18 points so not bad before we keep rolling through the running back position and then getting through wide receiver and tight end and building out this first look cash and then we'll build a gpp lineup i want to let you know about the sponsors of the show prize picks a lot of you already signed up for prize picks like a lot of you but some of you still haven't you're holding the trigger i'm telling you right now it's a limited time offer to get the free hundred dollar bet and this is for the thursday night football game maybe you're watching this after thursday night cool you can use this as practice and what the site actually does and what it means over unders you could use it for the sunday main slate or the sunday morning slate that's showdown slate in london but for the thursday night slate here's an actual prop you can tell me on i have the over jalen hurts 275 and a half passing yards. this just went up from the the starting number at 255 right before i took it which is obviously a massive difference so i'm kind of bummed at that but i have him over 275 and a half this game is slated right now for over a 50 point total at 51 and a half it's been bet up to 53 and a half in some spots for thursday night and i have brady over 305 and a half passing He's cleared that number in three out of five games. He's clearly going for like every single NFL record right now as they're throwing and throwing for touchdowns when they're already up by like 20 points in the fourth quarter of games, like last week against Miami. So take the overs on those. And what this is is just an over underside. It's called pricepicks.com You go there, you sign up, you click, do you have a promo code? You say, yeah. You put the promo code salen my name, very simple, S A L. You could use the link down below and you get a free bet matched up to $100. It's a risk free bet. You can take these overs, you can tail it, you can do whatever you want. You can take any other bets as well, especially if you're already watching this on Friday, Saturday, and the Thursday slate has already started. But I encourage you, if you want to tail that one or any other ones, just go to South for the free, risk-free, FRE. It's limited time offer. Bet. So we keep going through running backs. Saquon is doubtful. I want to see where they're going to have Price now. His backup, Devontae Booker, who is a solid running back, right? He's a solid running back. He's not just some washed running back. It looks like he'll be the guy having 19 of the 20 carries after Saquon left. 19 carries, 19 freaking carries. Big workload he had. Jonathan Taylor might be a GPP play. We'll see what he does on Monday Night Football in a good matchup. Should be a favorite there. Antonio Gibson should be a low on GBP play on run backs of Kansas City stacks. We'll see what happens here. You start to get some guys. Joe Mixon is 6,400. Like this week might be a decision to make on Joe Mixon, who's been banged up, who was limited last week who was clearly limited last week, by the way, but he still found the end zone. Gets this great matchup on the road, but great matchup against Detroit now where Alexander Madison just pieced them up. The week before that, it's like every single week people are piecing up Detroit. Week before that, Montgomery and Damian Williams pieced them up. So this looks like if he can get back to being 100% healthy, maybe you go off of a $7,100, save $700 to Zeke and go to Joe Mixon. So that's a completely fine spot. You have Swift here, who is clearly, clearly not going to be a workhorse back in that backfield. Alexander Madison does not get anywhere near the price bump. He should. I mean, he's he's nowhere near price as, as much as Dalvin Cook even though he does very similar behind the same offensive line in the same offense right he's maybe even a better pass catcher than him you get Kareem Hunt Daryl Henderson's an interesting candidate not getting much passing game work but when he's actually healthy and there's always these he's on the road but when he's actually healthy there's always these concerns on just Daryl Henderson because every single game he leaves earlier leaves midway through gives me a heart attack on Thursday night football last week but then he comes back in scores the touchdown he's been solid for 16 to 20 touches a game you get Josh Jacobs who quietly is picking up the receiving game role there ahead of Kenny Drake these last couple of games that he's Play. That's good to see. Damian Williams fine. Clyde Edwards-Helaire, we'll see what the injury is. Chase Edmonds, nice GBP price of 5600, and then the pricing falls off. Where is Booker? Oh, here's Booker. So Booker's just going to be a plug and play. Like you have a doubtful Saquon, they have the rookie Gary Brightwell out there, but it's pretty clearly going to be Booker in this offense. And obviously, you can put Booker back up in here. And if one of these games is at four o'clock between Minnesota or Dallas for Zeke and McCaffrey, you can put them in that slate so you have the flexibility in, in late swapping. But Booker at 5400, yeah, he handled 19 of the 20 touches when Saquon came out. Devontae Booker is a good running back. Like last year when Josh Jacobs was banged up and Booker was with the Vegas Las Vegas Raiders, Booker. Shouldered some of that load because Josh Jacobs was nicked up and not playing at 100%, and he played pretty damn decent. Like he could be a starting running back in the NFL. He wouldn't be one of the elites of the elites, but he is somebody who can go out there for you at this exact price point of $5,600 and go get 16 carries for 70 yards. You hope for the score, but he can also catch three or four balls. He's a solid pass catching running back. Catches four balls for 20 yards for you. And you're sitting there with a nice 15, 16 point day and he hasn't even find the end zone. What I'm trying to say is he's at, he has outs to his game because he is a pass catching running back and in an offense that is now down all of these receivers, right? And we go back to running backs. They're down all these receivers and maybe now they're even down um, potentially Kenny Goddard. Who got hurt? Tadarius Tony is not expected to be suspended for punching another player, getting thrown out of that game, but there's another question mark there. We'll see what happens with Sterling Shepard and Slayton, but this is an offense that has nobody right now, and they definitely don't have Saquon as he seems doubtful. So we can add in those three running backs. Lately, I mean, cash builds, I guess three running backs are fine, especially when McCaffrey comes back because he's kind of a plug and play. GBPs will try and get to wide receivers there for a higher ceiling, but those guys look decent. Uh, let's see what happens here. I mean, Damian Harris, Ramondre Stevenson, probably not really going to excite me that much. Brandon Bolden still catching passes. We'll see what happens with Harris. He keeps scrolling. Rolling down here. P Rine, not really that interesting. Bolden, not really yeah, there's not much down here after that. Like Stevenson is forty five hundred. I assume that you like wh- what is the price tag on Jarek McKinnon? like Jarek McKinnon is 4,400 that's pretty decent but you know he's going to split the workload with Darrell Williams uh he ended, he's more of a pass catching back though Clyde Bridge got hurt in that last game he didn't play that many snaps but he ended up having two receptions in that game against Buffalo he would see a massive a, a bigger workload I think he's a better player than Darrell Williams but I think you, you're going to get Darrell Williams the veteran in that offense that they continuously keep in that offense ahead of Darwin Thompson ahead of Le'Veon Bell I think there's a reason they do that because they trust him so before we slide into the wide receivers let's actually just put a cheap defense in like we usually do and quickly get a tight end so we know how much money we're working with so chief defenses right two thousand dollars kansas city or washington versus kansas city yeah no thank you uh detroit versus cincinnati uh, i'll take detroit versus cincinnati i don't really care it's $2,100 obviously i don't really care too much about defenses just give me a cheap one detroit got like five or six how many points i got seven points last week so yeah i, I don't really care too much uh, we can change it if we have extra money at the end of it let's go to tight end and get one of them in so we know exactly what we can spend on our receivers and our flex travis kelsey more of a gpp play for me but look all the tight ends are coming down in price kelsey 7k but waller drops in price a little bit as he continues to i would say maybe not himself struggle he had a couple of red zone targets just. Missed by Derek Carr. Uh, Mark Andrews is here. He plays tonight. That's a fair price point on Andrews, but maybe not a cash type of a a play. Hawkinson continues to be the primary focus of other defenses. Schultz continues to ball out 70 plus yards last week. He's now priced still, honestly, affordable at 4,900. You get some other tight ends. Higby scores a touchdown last week. He had to leave that game early. Logan Thomas still, he's going to be on IR. So, uh, we have not yet hit Ricky Seals-Jones, and we're in the 3K range. I'm excited to see where Ricky Seals-Jones' price point is going to be. That offense, we said it last week when we were coming into it. They use Logan Thomas, and Logan Thomas is a converted receiver last year. He's in his late 20s, and he pops off. Why? Because the offense is so heavily involved in the tight end in the receiving game. And Ricky Seals-Jones, honestly, might be more athletic than Logan Thomas, and he slides right in. He ran 31 routes two weeks ago, and then this past week, he sees eight targets. He's basically like the leading receiver on that team outside of Terry McLaurin. That's obviously fantastic, and they're going to continue to use him so i'm getting excited here hunter henry last week had a solid week he ends up scoring a touchdown he looks like the number one passing game option on that team from last week matchup against dallas is fine especially if jacoby myers gets neutralized at all by i don't think it'll be a shadow matchup by any means just by this trevion diggs and dallas secondary but expect new england's to have to pass more than usual so he's in play Tony no David Njoko has a career day 70 plus yard touchdown 160 receiving yards I'm not going to go back to the well with that but it is a fine matchup especially if he continues to run more routes than in Austin Hooper Evan Ingram's on here he had a nice game he had like 50 yards he had four catches but a lot of it came on the final drive he had a big like 30 yard reception on one of the final drives of the game but they're really running out of passing game options now so he's fine at that we still have not seen Jared Cook's price point drops as he didn't get anything until that 30 yard catch late we still have not seen Ricky Seal Jones Tyler Conklin, there he is. Ricky Seals Jones at three thousand dollars is just an automatic plug and play in this matchup. How often the tight ends are used, you don't even know you don't even overthink it. You really don't overthink it if you're playing cash game formats. His price point only comes up five hundred dollars. He just saw eight targets, eight targets. He catched five of them for forty one yards. That's more than fine at even three thousand, let alone twenty five hundred dollars like he was last week. Unless there's like an obvious Ricky Seals Jones play below three thousand dollars, which I'm not really seeing. Hooper's down here at twenty eight. Tremble's not getting as much usage. He found the end zone nothing down here at 2,500 maybe I'm missing something at the bare bottom but I don't think that I am so if we get Ricky Seals Jones who's cheap if we play a cheap defense we have Heineke and these and and you get Heineke stack right now with Ricky Seals Jones if you like that I'm not trying to stack that in cash but that's what you get what you're finding here is that you have $5,900 to spend per receiver so if we can just find one cheap receiver we can have a pretty decent build here so wide receivers now scroll to the top Devontae Adams, the man in the of legend, over 200 yards, had an amazing Instagram uh, quote about it, 200 on lunch. It was amazing. Uh, Devontae Adams, first receiver, to hit $9,000 this year. I remember Michael Thomas at one point was like 10K two years ago. So we'll see if Adams ever gets to that mark. But yes, $9,000, and it looks very, very good. But if we're playing McCaffrey, we probably can't play Adams in the exact same lineup unless we find extreme value later in the week. Tyreek at 8,500, great GPP play. A man who's dropped 40 plus twice this year. Uh, as long as he's healthy and that knee is not a massive thing, I'm going to be going right back to Tyreek Hill. Wow, Mike Williams is eighty one hundred. I understand that he's had these massive games and great games, and he looks way better this year. So I guess it's justified. But eighty one hundred dollars, that's a crazy sticker shock price point. Being ahead of Justin Jefferson, who's a much better all-around wide receiver, in my opinion, might not find himself in a better offense. But I mean, you have Devontae Adams, the best receiver in football. Justin Jefferson might already be number two. He might already be ahead of like Tyree Kills and all these other like if you watch Justin Jefferson's tape, it is unreal. It is unreal. Obviously, Tyree Kill has the speed, but Justin Jefferson route running wise is very similar to what Devontae Adams does. He is Unreal. And if you didn't play him last week on a slate where it was obvious to play wide receivers, where the guy is like 120 yards in the first half, I am very, very sorry. Cooper Cup's here. DeAndre Hopkins finally gets going. DJ Moore, you get a slight price decrease even though he struggled last week more so with sam donald struggling um that was kind of hard to see as he was in my main lineup with the Devontae and a justin jefferson i loaded up on the receiver so he kind of pulled that one down terry mclaurin i expect to have a lot of one way or another this week in stacks because i'm already already interested in that kansas city game jamar chase price point comes up cd lamb it's tough these receivers aren't seeing a lot of volume cd lamb and amari i assume amari somewhere in here in the pricing six thousand dollars Uh, yeah Mario only got like three targets back-to-back weeks or like four he's only surviving on touchdowns and deep touchdowns at that now faces a tougher New England secondary Keenan Allen at 6,400 we put him in the cash first look lineup build last week and it's hard not to like him look even in a bad week even where Mike uh Mike Williams continues to go off Keenan Allen still sees some red zone usage and he still sees nine targets six catches 75 yards the Keenan Allen floor game happened this past week in a massive scoring game of almost uh 90 points right it's sad it's sad but he still scores 13 and a half fantasy points he is still averaging over 10 targets per game right Right now he does not have the Mike Williams downfield production, but I like it. I mean, $6,400 Keenan Allen. Let's just put him in there right now because he's a decent price for the volume. Like, you're gonna get 10 targets out of Keenan Allen in a pass versus offense, whose running back is just an extension of the passing game. We got one percent Cortland Sutton as our that one dude last week, popping off for over uh, I think he had around 28 DraftKings points with the bonus. That was fantastic. Robert Woods off a 15 target game or 150 yard game looks fine amari's there hollywood brown plays tonight brandon cooks comes back down to earth his quarterback look i wasn't worried about tyrod i'd definitely be worried about davis mills who was not expected to be ready to play at this point just in for injury so if tyrod is out this week even though the price point's coming down on cooks it's just tough to get there davis mills looks very bad especially with teams having any, like in that first thursday night game he at least had the ability that other teams did not really have much tape on him in the nfl and now once they get that tape out you've seen this past week or so last two weeks it does not look good by any means uh, for Davis Mills. So that's not good. Not good at all for Brandon Cooks. So we're already scrolling. Like we're we're scrolling pretty quick. You can see that there's I'm not finding much value right now in this mid five. Like this six K range has been loaded lately. It's been where these Tampa receivers have lived. It's still where these Dallas receivers are living, but we're getting more information that they're not going to be the 10 or 12 target guys. They're just not going to throw all that much. And now this range is really getting hollowed out. I mean you have Kenny Galladay here who's injured. You have Kadarius Tony gets the price bump all the way up to 5600 and 189 yard receiving game for the rookie. He looked fantastic. I mean, at 5,600, he even looks appealing. Michael Pittman plays tonight at $5,500. Michael Pittman, who is one of the top 10 leaders in target share in the NFL at 26% as of right now. We'll see what he does on Monday Night Football. He gets a matchup against Houston as the clear alpha there. Jacoby Myers, a clear alpha for New York, gets a matchup against Dallas. I'd prefer these guys are the same price. I definitely prefer Pittman, just a more skilled player in general, higher draft capital, of course. Doesn't really matter now, but better skilled player. I would even say just a better matchup for sure, and probably a better situation in terms of... I mean, Wentz throwing 40 times versus Mac Jones throwing 35, 40 times in terms of having some deep attempts. It's kind of a wash, but Pittman looks, I guess, appealing for cash, but yeah, this this is a tough value. Tyler Boyd with Higgins back is not great. Robinson, I think you just got to give up on him. T Higgins at 5,300 versus Detroit. I mean T Higgins price point only comes up $300 he was 5k last week I played him in my main lineup he got the two-point conversion which really helped you out because he got you to double digit points he had seven targets you would hope to see more there five catches 32 yards It was the Jamar Chase show he had a blown coverage touchdown, on Jamar Chase but T Higgins at 5300 against Detroit yeah let's go back to the well here so let's put T Higgins in there and now we have $6,100 left to spend on our final wide receiver uh this looks pretty decent like you can even maybe go and say you know what I don't want Zeke I'll just play two running backs and then you can find like a 7k wide receiver depending on how much we spend here but T Higgins I would expect now for a guy who's seen double digit points in every week who still leads this team in target share through his f- three games that he's played really two and a half games i think that, that looks good so now we're approaching the 4k range if sterling Shepard plays at 5k flat obviously looks good unless it's mike glennon which very well might be so not great upper 5k range is pretty empty i mean christian kirk ran less routes than Rondell more last week Khalif Freeman, no thank you at that price point. AJ Green, no thank you. Finally, doesn't see six targets, only sees like two. Hunter Renfro continues to produce, but seven catches for like 50 yards is really not going to excite me. Robbie Anderson, great play made on him last week. He just, by the Eagles and Avante Maddox, just missed a deep touchdown. Judy's going to be on IR. So we're already in the mid fork range. There's nothing here. Rondo Moore runs 20 routes and looks cool and exciting, but doesn't really make me want to play him. Uh, Zach Pascal. There's nothing here. Darnell Mooney, no. Sammy Watkins, no, especially if Rashad Bateman returns. He's not returning for week five, but if he returns for week six. Here's two players that are at least finally interesting in the lower four K range. Uh McCall Hartman saw twelve targets last week. I put a tweet out about McCole Hartman. I could put it up right here, but he saw twelve targets, nine catches. If Tyree Kill misses, it looks good, right? If Tyree Kill is in and forty two hundred dollars McCall Hartman, I mean okay it looks decent but he ran around 71 percent of the time he ran a lot of routes in this game his usage over the last two or three weeks was reducing mccall Harmon, like routes run and the amount of snaps it shot back up against buffalo again a game they were trailing makes sense more four wide receiver sets but we'll see if tyreek is out mccall Harmon will look a little bit more appealing and amon Saint brown i might like a little bit more in terms of a cash play for safety mccall Harmon definitely the gpp play higher upside but we saw last week that McCole or that uh the rookie and i Saint St. brown at a usc we saw and i have the tweet up here we saw that he saw something he saw some more routes he saw eight targets okay is this just a blimp on the radar It's a one game slate or a sample this week it comes back and he sees eight more targets he ends up going out there and now he's got what 13 targets over his or 16 targets over his last two games this is very good for Amaran St. Brown that is a 23.5% target share for him I'm not expecting him to pop off but he's a rookie playing out of the slot playing a little bit more snaps now getting a little bit more usage from Jared Goff on a team who is always trailing in games and seamlessly throwing 40 times a game with Goff so if you get these six catch 60 yard games and that's the floor eventually starting Starts to find the end zone with this much usage, it's decent for the price point, right? It's at least decent for the price point if you're trying to find some value. Now we have $6,100 left to spend. So if we wanted to play Amon Ross St. Brown, which we don't have to, like, look, I have $6,100 left. I don't even know who the hell I want to play around $6,100. I mean, we can just say we have the money, so let's just play Robert Woods, or maybe we go up at defense because the Lions defense doesn't feel great. We have the money, let's play Robert Woods or Amari Cooper but they honestly don't feel great with the volume that they're seeing. Like, Robert Woods, yeah, last week looked good. I don't know if that's just a squeaky wheel thing. I don't know if I trust it for cash. Hollywood Brown, no. Brandon Cooks, no. Uh, Adam Dillon, no, right? Like, you start to get to Michael Pittman, and I can say maybe, but – then you got money left over this is an interesting spot because if you do go down and you trust what you're seeing out of the lines and i'm on race brown which is like the only thing that they actually have invested outside of swift and hawkinson like he's the only actual wide receiver who plays the position wide receiver that is flashy yeah like nothing else is down here michael gallup might return off ir that can be appealing for gps or cash if you wanted to go there but this 3k range i don't really know what to tell you i mean i'm not really interested in kj osborne brian ember down lazard at this point all running routes but empty routes curtis samuel not really interested josh gordon 3400 maybe a gbp dart throw There's nothing down here. I mean, man, oh, man. Anthony Miller, he missed last week. Danny Amendola, we'll see if he returns. John Ross, I'm sure, will run some more routes if guys get hurt. That can be something to watch. But, man, there's not much. I guess, like, what is Rashad Bateman? Because I'm thinking about Monday Night Football. He just got ruled out. Rashad Bateman is $3,000 flat. Do you trust a rookie coming off of injury if he does indeed play week six? Definitely not in cash. So yeah, I mean, we have 6,100 bucks left, but there's not much I want to play here. So let's take out Keenan Allen because I do like T. Higgins' price point, especially for that, yeah, for that price. So you can go Keenan Allen and just Robert Hoods if you wanted to. So that's one way to build this cash lineup. If you go Amon Ross A. Brown, you get $8,300 left to spend at the running back or wide receiver position. At wide receiver, that would end up giving you not enough for Adams, sadly. And now you're in this range where I guess you can go to Justin Jefferson. I mean, that's not a bad idea so you can go on um, so this is kind of your 2v2 at least for this first look you can go Amon Ross St. Brown and Justin Jefferson or Keenan Allen and Robert Woods you can let me know in the comments which one you want there that leaves you 300 bucks which means you can go up at the defense if you wanted to that can get us up to really no better defenses based on their matchups I mean maybe you want to go to the Giants against the Rams I, I guess I really don't want to but I guess you just figure that out there but that's kind of the 2v2 two two. Jefferson and Amon Ross St. Brown for this lineup or Keenan Allen and Robert Woods or Keenan Allen and Amari Cooper um, that looks fine to me if you wanted to make this a GBP lineup it's pretty easy like right now you can just say i want to play taylor heineke in a gpp and you already have him stacked with rookie seals jones you can stack him take out justin jefferson and stack him with how much is terry mclaurin i don't even know i don't even remember seeing mclaurin's price point mclaurin is 7100 i guess that's a fair price point so he gets terry mclaurin in there and then you can get some run back options so i mean this is like an example of a gpp lineup I'd, i'm probably going to try and build some Mahomes lineups but if you wanted to go on the opposite side of that game you have terry mclaurin stacked up with terry or you have yeah terry mclaurin stacked up with taylor heineke and you have rookie seals jones you run it back with tyree kill if he indeed plays if he doesn't swap that to mccall Harmon. you have even more money. We'll stick with the same running backs in Devontae Booker and Ezekiel Elliott. And then you can get a skinny stack run back, right? Like last week, if you played Ezekiel Elliott and you ran it back with Kadarius Toney, a skinny stack without the quarterback for correlation, you can skinny stack it back with Jacoby Myers coming off of a bad week. Yeah, tough matchup, but sell that to Kadarius Toney last week, right? I know they're different skilled players, but guys can still get points when trailing against Dallas. But even if you didn't want to go to Jacoby Myers in this build, you can afford Kadarius Toney, you can afford Pittman. Obviously, you can flip the script here and you can go to a a Patrick Mahomes stack with a a Travis Kelsey, McCole Harmon. Run it back with a, a Terry McLaurin, or run it back with a Ricky Seals Jones for cheap, and don't go to Kelsey, and just go to Tyreek if he plays. There's a lot of ways to go for it. That's kind of a stack that stands out to me just because of the narrative going against him, the obvious success rate of that stack historically, and even as recent as not this past week, but the week before when Tyreek's going for 50 burgers. So there's a first look cash lineup, a first look gbp lineup on the fly. Be sure to support the sponsors of the show. Again, use the code SAL. Simple, S-A-L. Very simple, just like that. You get a free bet up to a hundred dollar rooskies. Before you go, hit the like and subscribe button. I appreciate you tuning in today. And I'll see you in the next one. Videos dropping every single day during the week. So be sure to be here or be square. I'll see you in the next one, gang. Take care and brush your hair.